Have you ever wondered what a world without pain would feel like? No, what do you mean? Some people have to live every day without feeling pain. That'd be sick. Well, I wouldn't say that. How do you know? I can knock you out and you'd feel it, homie. Yo, try me. Okay, guys, we're doing a podcast, remember? Right. Welcome to Numb. The podcast where we discuss the extreme conditions of rare genetic diseases. Here with you this afternoon is Ayana Lee, Taylor Morris, Libby Lenson, Vincent Lopata, and Anthony Nogueira. Today's topic of discussion is congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis, also known as SIPA. SIPA is a disorder in the nervous system which prevents the feeling of pain or temperature. So what would it be like if you had this illness? What would your reality resemble? For 20-year-old Ashlyn Blocker, her reality can be incredibly dangerous. Ashlyn was diagnosed with SIPA when she was just two years old. So if I had this disease, I could cut off my hand and live? Not exactly. You wouldn't feel the pain, of, but the effects of the damage would still play, take place. This is why SIPA can be incredibly dangerous. Your body nerves won't send signals to the brain that you are in pain, and that can prevent you from noticing things like bone fractures or malfunctioning organs. When Ashlyn was a young teen, she dropped a kitchen utensil in a pot of boiling water. When she pulled her hands out to retrieve it, her wrists were lined with thick white scars. That day, her mama had to teach her that extreme temperatures can be very harmful. Being unable to feel temperature would also cause your body to not know how hot or cold it is, so it wouldn't be able to go back to normal by shivering or sweating. Ashlyn's parents were in constant fear when she'd run through the house with no regard for her body. In fact, she once broke an ankle that went unnoticed by her and her parents for two weeks. I'm pretty sure that's child neglect. In technicality, it isn't. Ashlyn's parents had no way of knowing she was physically injured in any way. The most they could do was ask if anything was wrong. And that was not always a reliable strategy, since Ashlyn was never completely sure. They could have taken her to the doctor to make sure she was okay. Her parents tried to avoid repeatedly taking her in for doctor visits because it began to drain their bank accounts. Even if the visits were affordable, most doctors had never seen nor studied SIPA. Her family had to travel out of state to see medical professionals that understood her condition. Congenital insensitivity to pain is caused by mutations in the SC9A gene and or the PMRD12 gene, and this prevents the formation of the nerve cells which deliver signals of pain. Only 1 in 25,000 individuals have a chance of having this disease. There are currently 300 worldwide documentations of this disease, so the world in SIPA can feel pretty lonely. Thankfully, Ashlyn and her parents were not alone in this situation. Ashlyn's mother organized the group Camp Painless But Hopeful. The group of kids who have all been diagnosed with SIPA come together to participate in camping activities. The camp has made all diagnosed ch- children be able to feel a sense of individuality and is becoming a big part of the history of SIPA. The mutation it is autosomal recessive. This means that the gene is hereditary and occurs every other generation. This tells us that Ashlyn's grandparents, great-great-grandparents, etc., all had this disease. Not being able to feel would not stop you from being able to live a fairly normal life. 
So what part of their life would not be normal since they have this disease? Well, one of the things they would have to do normally is check if they have any cuts, bruises, self-mutilation, or any other unfelt injuries. They would also just have to get a checkup regularly. And the deaths with people that have SIPA are things that could be treated. Like, for example, a heart attack is much more dangerous for them since they can't feel it. So, if you have this disease, how would this change your everyday life? I think not feeling pain is the worst thing because playing sports or doing something that is dangerous can really affect people in a really bad way, and it can cause serious damage to the body. Some people might think that not being able to feel pain would be a blessing. No tears, no painkillers, no body aches. But really, not being able to feel pain is dangerous. Pain tells you when you've pushed too far, when you've, you're in a situation you need to get out of, and when something is terribly wrong. This disease can cause risk, and I would have to be more aware of my body to see if it takes any damage, and I think it would make my parents' job a lot harder, and they'd be really worried if I injured myself. Thanks for joining us. This concludes our podcast. Be sure to tune in next week where we discuss the causes and effects of albinism. And check our last episode on hemophilia. Happy Friday!